Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where we teach Christian entrepreneurs how to build a strong foundation of faith, growth, and skill to lead and thrive on purpose in life and business. And now, here are your hosts, certified coaches, Elizabeth and Sebastian Richard. Welcome, everyone, to episode six of the Thriving on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Sebastian Richard. And I'm Elizabeth Richard. And today's episode is titled, Why Small Businesses Need Big Leadership. Yes, big leadership. So we've noticed a mindset problem with a lot of small businesses or home business entrepreneurs that we'd like to address today. Uh, Before we begin, here's what we mean by small business or home business. So maybe you're in network marketing, um, maybe you're in an MLM, maybe you're in direct sales, uh, basically an entrepreneur that works online. uh, And we've noticed a lot of Christians uh, seem to be uh, opting for this business format, the MLM and direct sales ones. Yeah, and there's a lot of people listening to us for leadership training. So um, you might be a small business owner. Uh, maybe you own a bakery, uh, a garage, hair salon, bicycle shop, uh, maybe your home-based business on Etsy, uh, maybe you have an online store. Like eBay. Coaching or speaking business, maybe you provide online content like a blogger or an author. I've noticed that also that there's a lot of authors who build a powerful Kindle businesses on Amazon. I've uh, researched that quite a bit myself as an author. Absolutely. So that said... What's the mindset problem we've noticed, Sebastian? Well, it has to do with small business entrepreneurs on their perspective on the importance of leadership in relation to their business. John Maxwell has said time and again that everything rises and falls on leadership. Everything rises and falls on leadership. So this means that your personal life, your family life, your relationships, uh, your church, your community, your marriage, your children, and yes, your small business will either rise or fall depending on your leadership skill. When we fully realize this simple fact, me and Liz, we both made it our business, pun intended, to improve our leadership ability. We invested thousands of dollars in leadership training, courses, books, etc. because we recognized the compound effect that this would eventually have on our own business. Leadership is the one ingredient to make any business grow. And to illustrate my point, I have a great little story I want to share with you guys. It's about Domino's Pizza. I personally am a big fan. Liz will attest to that. I love ordering pizza. And uh, I love Domino's because they have fast, efficient service and they have good prices. But there's a lot of things I didn't know about the business. And when I found that out, I thought it was really interesting and I wanted to share it with you guys today. So Domino's Pizza is one company who who understood very well that leadership is everything. They have grown into one of the most successful fast food chains in the world because they understood the importance of 
helping people become better leaders, namely their employees. Thomas Monaghan is the founder of Domino's Pizza. Between 1970 and 1985, he made Domino's Pizza grow from a small, debt-ridden chain to the second largest pizza company in America. When he was asked to account for the phenomenal growth of his company, Monaghan put it in these terms. He said, I programmed everything for growth. And when he was asked, how did he plan everything for growth? He said this. He said, every day we develop people. The key to growth is developing people. Notice how he didn't say special cheese, a tasty crust, faster delivery. He said it was all about developing people. In some ways, Domino's is less one big business than a unified group of small and medium-sized businesses with deep company ties. And to illustrate this point, check these stats out. 95% of Domino's stores are franchise owned and 90% of those franchisees started out by working there. Now that's amazing. 90% of the franchise stores that you see at Domino's Pizza are owned by guys or gals who started out as a simple employee for the company. So that's how they grow. They've grown like through the company's philosophy. These people have grown and they eventually became store owners themselves. Now that's something pretty spectacular. Uh, Zig Ziglar said an excellent quote that goes in line with what I just said about Domino's. Zig Ziglar said, you don't build a business, you build people. And then people build the business. Absolutely. Um, and guess what? You are people too. And you will only be able to build people up in the measure that you build yourself up. Amen to that. And I absolutely love that story um, that you just talked about Domino's because, you know, some people think because they're, you know, in the restoration business or doing they're doing some other type of business that you wouldn't necessarily think leadership is a huge part. But there you go. That's the perfect example. Yeah. I mean, he's selling pizza. Yeah. You know, but he understood that building leadership, building uh, the vision, building this wonderful company philosophy um, that he would get leaders out of it. And b the result of that is phenomenal. Phenomenal growth, really. Like, exactly. By growing people, this business grew exponentially. He understood the compound effect of that very act. Exactly. So our hope today is that you too will grow your business after listening to this very important episode. Um, here are the most common reasons that we've heard why small business owners or entrepreneurs usually don't think that working at improving their leadership is important. Here's why they cop out, basically. So the first excuse, all I need is business knowledge to grow my business. Another excuse, I'm not running an international corporation and I only have a few employees. Another excuse, I already have all the leadership skills I'll ever need. <laughs> I heard that one a lot. Yep. So that's uh, definitely someone that thinks like that definitely has a fixed mindset. Yes. Um, I don't have time for personal development, books, teachings or seminars. You know, as entrepreneurs, we can get sucked in really fast into 
um, the action steps that we need to take to grow our business every day, but we don't focus on growing ourselves and we don't realize how important we are to this business mm -hmm. and how your mindset changes and your vision and how you actually will grow your business uh, to another level if you work on your personal development, mm -hmm. if you invest in seminars and teachings. And, you know, big corporations have understood this. This is what we don't know. This is why yeah. a lot of businesses stay small is because they don't think like big corporations. Mm -hmm. Big corporations will invest thousands and thousands and thousands, even sometimes millions, millions to yeah. get their personnel trained so that they think the way they should think. Mm -hmm. And they understood the importance of that so that there is exponential growth in the business. I heard the numbers of uh, PepsiCo, how many millions they invested in seminars and trainings for their employees. It was phenomenal. Exactly. My jaw dropped, really. And yet, at the same time, I get it. I really do. Yeah, exactly. Because when you experience it yourself, just look at, you know, doing personal development for a whole year and see where your business is going to be the next year. You're going to be amazed at how your mind has changed and how you've grown your business. And, and it's, that's especially important for uh, people on your team, for people that you work with. Um, definitely spend that money investing and pouring into them so that they have yeah. these books, these trainings, these teachings, people coming in to train them because it will give them that fire inside of them to yeah. want to make your business grow and to, to see things differently. It's just going to help the whole business entirely. So these excuses will inevitably either make you fail at business or prevent your business from growing altogether the excuses I mentioned previously. So why is strong leadership essential for small businesses? We are now going to go down the list of um, different points here. Sebastian, would you give the first point? Sure, yeah. So the reasons why small businesses need big leadership. Number one, improving your leadership develops your character. In business, character and integrity are essential it's the tool that will trickle down in more than just your business. Developing your leadership and your character are two things that go hand in hand. And that will benefit not just your business, but your life as a whole. The scriptures say that a good name, that's in Proverbs 22.1, a good name is worth more than gold. I think Solomon was being literal here. Okay? <laughs> and Rush Limbaugh said... Character matters. Leadership descends from character. And this is indeed true. And developing strong leadership will inevitably affect your character and vice versa. Character will affect your leadership. So when you build up your leadership, it's going to trickle down in, it's going to show in your character and ultimately your good name, which is worth what, like we read before, like, we, like I mentioned before, more than gold. And it's going to affect your good name everywhere. Absolutely. So number two is improving your leadership makes you more fearless. Yeah, absolutely. Improving your leadership makes you more fearless. It doesn't take away the fear, but it makes you go through it because you realize that you just have to. When you become a better, better leader, you just have to do certain things that otherwise you would have shied away from. The best leaders are not those without fear but those who face their fears again and again 
and teach others to do the same thing. Fear doesn't only lead to the dark side. Hmm? Remember, <laughs> remember Yoda? Fear is a path to the dark side. <laughs> but it also leads absolutely nowhere. The number one enemy in everybody's life, in every entrepreneur's life, in every Christian entrepreneur's life, is fear. Fear paralyzes you, it makes you fruitless, and it makes you miserable. One main difference between successful and unsuccessful entrepreneurs is how they deal with that enemy, fear. The successful entrepreneurs do it afraid. They do it anyway. They experience fear like everyone else, but they move on anyway. They are what we call basically courageous. And, uh, by the way, if you guys are interested, I wrote a really good blog on the importance of courage in leadership but the, in a blog post that I titled, No Guts, No Glory. So if you want to read a good blog post about the importance of courage in leadership, just that's just a side note for you guys, okay? And good leadership breeds courage. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, that's one of the myths. Um, a lot of people think that, um, it, that it's not okay to experience fear and they see successful people, uh, you know, have this, this braveness and they, yeah. they see them, they Their put demeanor. them on a pedestal. Yeah. yeah, you they think put, they're not afraid because they look so confident, right? They put them on a pedestal, but in reality, if you talk to any a successful entrepreneur, they will, you know, confide in you that they do have fears. Mm -hmm. And it's like that, you know, because it's the unknown. You're reaching a new level. You're always going towards more and it's always going towards the unknown. So nobody is going to say, hey, I'm going to go in the unknown in my business and try this new thing out and <laughs> have no fear. You don't know if it's going to work or not. And you know, as a successful entrepreneur that, you know, you're successful because you've had a lot of fails. There's a lot of things that have happened that taught you things. So you're going to fail and you know it. So that, you know, sometimes can make you fearful. But a lot of people, successful people will say, you know, I have to do this. I have to take action because where I'm going, uh, I want to get there. And there's no other way to get there than if I face my fears and do it anyway. Yeah. And uh, I was told, uh, you know, one of the fears we have also is the fear of perfection, right? We have perfectionitis. Yeah. And, and we, we don't want to do it unless it's absolutely perfect the first time. Mm -hmm. And that's just not going to happen. I mean, even us, I mean, we've been podcasting now for six episodes. And from podcast to podcast, we learn new skills. We learn new ways of doing things. And it's never perfect. And guess what? We do it anyway because we're learning. I mean, everything else is learning, right? Yeah, and it's like that in, in anything that you try. You have to embrace the learning process. And the perfectionitis is a, is a huge thing. There's a lot of people that, you know, know that they have to do video for their business, but they won't do it because they're scared. Or, you know, there could be a lot of other reasons why you would... You want the end goal, but you're too scared to do the process because of whatever excuses you put mm -hmm. in your mind. And you have to think as an entrepreneur that you have to face those fears and say, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm not going to be perfect at first. It's going to probably suck at first. It's going to take me a while to get good at it. But I'm going to keep on doing it until I'm proud of myself and until I see that, you know, I'm getting the results I want. Mm -hmm. you, there's no other way to do it. You know, if you 
the same thing with us, like what Sebastian said, you know, podcasting is new for us. We've never done it before. And uh, it's very different from coaching one-on-one uh, with somebody. It's very different from speaking on stage like Sebastian likes to do. It's, you know, it's out of our comfort zone, but we're determined to, to keep on at it and keep on doing it until we get good at it. Yeah, and we're driven to add value. So that's exactly. the thing that we're like when we think about what we want to do for others. Well, that takes away a lot of the fear for me personally. I mean, yeah. when, when I'm focused on myself, yeah, I, I'm, I'm afraid and I can par- I can be paralyzed. But when I think about yeah, what I can do for others by going through my fear, that really yeah, it engages me. It gives me wings. Exactly. And that's a, another huge point. Um, even like when you're in sales or whatever business that you're you're doing and as an entrepreneur you always have to think why are you doing this what's your why what's your why and who you're trying to help you know who you're trying to add value to and when you think of it that way then it's going to help you to show up you know whether it's a team training that you need to do whether it's uh, a sermon whether it's uh you know, talking to somebody, uh, meeting a coaching client or doing a a one-on-one video or whatever it may be for your business, something that may stress you. Think about how you're going to impact that person's life and how you're going to add value to them. Mm. It'll remove the perfectionitis. Yeah. You know? Which is something that I've suffered a lot from. And um, I heard once uh, some some guy say, um, take imperfect action every day. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is something that I've repeated to, uh, to myself so many times because it's helped me to think like that. Today, I'm going to take imperfect action. I'm going to do it imperfectly. And guess what? It takes away much of the stress, really. It does. So what's number three? Number three. The number three reason why improving your leadership is so important. Improving your leadership improves your communication skills. James Humes said, the art of communication is the language of leadership. More than ever, I think you guys have noticed, we live in an era of communications. Skype, social media, telephone, networking, face-to-face, leading a team, all of these require strong communication skills. I have seen many shy and reserved entrepreneurs grow their communication ability as they perfected their leadership skill. It goes hand in hand. The better leaders they became, the better communicators they became. So the reason is very simple. Uh, the more you, the better leader you become, the more confident you become. And guess what? When you become more confident, you're bolder and you're more skilled in expressing yourself and thus usually become a better communicator. Absolutely. And the fourth point is improving your leadership helps you to be a better team player. Mm. So how is that helpful in team building? Well, team. if you're going to build a team, uh, you're going to, as a leader, you're going to be called to lead that team. But if you don't have the, the right attitude, you could be a very poor team player if you're not good in leadership. If you mm. haven't understood what it means to be a leader. Uh, there's a great quote that said, uh, it was anonymous, but it said this, it says, don't aspire to be the best on the team, aspire to be the best for the team. Mm, Very different. Yes. And the mere word leadership entails teamwork. When you have the word leadership, automatically we associate it with being part of a team, right? Leadership, it's a social skill, which is best expressed 
in a team environment. Those who work out their leadership ability inevitably become better team players because good leadership training teaches how to value others and to sacrifice yourself for the benefit or the cause of the team. On any given team, you take sports, you take uh, business, you take uh, if you guys are building an MLM team, a network marketing team, those who serve others sacrifice themselves. If they value their teammates, they're usually seen as the leader on that team. And this works whether you have a team of two employees or 2,000. Exactly. And I think um, that's something that's crucial to understand, you know. Uh, we have we always have this misconception. Maybe it's because of you know s social media or media or TV or movies or whatever. Uh, we have this idea that a leader is the one that's gonna you know be noticed out of all the teammates and um, on the sports team. But yeah, when we see sports movies, yeah, yeah, it, we he's a leader and he's leading everybody. Because and everybody's he scores following all the goals. Him and yeah, yeah, he's got influence. But seriously, a really good leader is somebody that's able to influence in a way that is kind of subtle. Uh, he's able to, you know, encourage and inspire people in a direction that helps the team. So. The, a true leader in reality is a really good team player because he's able to put himself, um, you know, kind of less noticeable and take the back, how do you call it? I'm looking for that word. Um, take the back he, seat. Yeah, he'll take less of the spotlight because he wants his other team players to shine. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's funny because I think it was John Maxwell that said that there's people that he's coached that are actually bigger today than even he is yeah you know they've built wildly successful businesses empires yeah. and you know that's that's amazing when you look at that because you know even john wooden what a great man and he's you know trained so many great men out there today mm -hmm. uh jim Rohn. um you know some some people that have been trained by these guys have done more than even they did it's true well so, jim Rohn. you think of tony robbins tony robbins has had so much more success than jim Rohn. yeah exactly so you know like there's a lot of uh, i think there's a lot of importance in there to say you know you don't have to always be in the spotlight to be a great leader you know to be a great leader oftentimes means that you're going to make others shine so you're going to uplift other people and that's especially important um, when you're doing an online business um, i'm thinking of you know like network marketers sales professionals a lot of our businesses are today done online and it's so crucial for people to be able to make others shine and add value to them and get those young leaders that are starting out in in the profession to shine and to to show leadership skills early on so that they develop this confidence mm -hmm. that's a great point you're making there yeah so number five is improving your leadership makes you value others more mm. so explain that a little bit Sebastian well when you start on your way to improving your leadership okay you're gonna read books you're gonna attend seminars on leadership you're constantly going to be bombarded, okay? Bombarded with terms to talk about, for example, self-sacrifice, honor, courage, morals, caring. 
These values and principles are slowly etched in your mind and soul, okay? And they eventually become a part of you. Because when you read so many books on leadership, when you listen to seminars or YouTube videos, or, or you, you immerse yourself in leadership training and becoming a better leader, and you make it your, your uh, decision, something that you're, you decide on, you're going to become uh, so saturated with all of these good teachings that it's going to have an effect on you. It's really going to help you to understand how it's important to care more about others and to value them more. I don't care uh, uh, how far you may feel you are from that, how far you, you think you might be like, maybe you think of yourself, ah, I'm not... Uh, and I'm, so, I'm not someone who cares that much about people or I, I feel kind of far removed from being a social person. Or Trust me, when you make it your business to become a better leader and you invest in that for yourself, the effect is going to slowly start to show because it's going to build up your heart and mind into looking to others, trying to add value to them, trying to make them more important than yourself in many, many different instances yeah and that's a great point and also i think it, it gives you that edge to um when you're growing yourself with those materials um you're reaching different levels and you can also then uh have more insight and help other leaders that have uh different pain points different mindset blocks different issues because you're always working yourself up that ladder so um, you're going through those hurdles and you're able to educate and teach others and add value to them by coaching them and mm. helping them out with their own problems. Yeah. Uh, Lao Tzu said this. He said, when the best leader's work is done, the people say, we did it ourselves. Now, that is the mark of a really good leader is when the team members think they actually did the whole work. And that's that's partly true, of course, but that's what the leader wants to do is to be able to empower others in such a way that he will, you know, like, for example, in the scriptures, we have John the Baptist. John the Baptist, great man. Jesus said of all the men born of women, no one was greater than John the Baptist. So that just proves how great he was. And when Jesus came on the scene, what did John the Baptist say? He said, basically, he says, uh, I must take a back seat now. He must uh, progress and I must regress. He must increase and I must decrease. In other words, my job was to prepare the way for him and I will now uh, shrink from that so that he enters that spotlight that I prepared for him. Absolutely. And I, I remember this uh, quote that really hit me when I saw it. I, I forget who exactly said it. Maybe it was John Maxwell, I don't remember. Um, but he said that a true leader develops other leaders mm -hmm. and not followers. Absolutely. And, you know, the way we think about leadership, oftentimes the, the way the world teaches leadership, it's to have, a, a, you know, millions of followers on social media. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, then you're a true leader. But no, really, it's developing other leaders mm -hmm. and if you're in any type of sales position any type of organization a church anything it might be if you're a true entrepreneur you understand that developing leadership developing true leaders will actually give you freedom oh, because yeah. you're going to have these strong pillars that are able to 
you know, take the fort when you can't, or maybe you don't want to, maybe you want to build another church elsewhere and you want to have a solid foundation. You want to have true pillars where you're at right now so that you can go and do that. And case in point, uh, I know an entrepreneur who had a business. It was a towing business and uh, he didn't focus on forming other leaders. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he thought that the whole business uh, resided on his shoulders and what he could do. And the guy never took any vacation. He never took any time off. He was burning himself out. He was, uh, it was hurting his marriage. It was hurting his, his, his life, his health. And eventually he, he lost, he, he lost in the game. He lost his, 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 his relationship with his girlfriend and, 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 because he wasn't able to say, hey, I'm going to take two, three weeks a, a year to take a vacation with my family to spend time with them. It was always, always gone. Why? Because he thought it was all about him. Yeah. And, and when you build up other leaders on your team, you're not worried. You're like, I'm going off for two weeks, but Jack's got this, you know, or, or whoever it is that I, you I've put in charge. I've seen that many times. I've seen that in small businesses. I've seen, um, I've seen that with a, a man that had a, a restaurant and he was you know the the father so he was the 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 sole you know foundation of the business he's the one that that created the business but um he was so scared to leave his business trusted to any other employee yeah. he didn't build any leaders uh couldn't fully trust his sons uh, always had to be there, keeping an eye on them, yeah. and and that was a problem. So when his knees went out and he had serious problems and needed surgery, then what happened? Mm. You know, the the business was going under and things yeah. were going completely haywire. So, and, mm. and I've seen that so many times, even in network marketing, uh, I saw that in so many uh, teams that um, they. You know, you have these leaders that are working, you know, 24-7, seven days a week. Oh, They're yeah. like burning themselves out and they don't understand that, you know, it's it's, it's not, not about all... that. It's about building leaders. Exactly. Take stop and breathe and take some time to invest in your leaders. Even if the results don't show right now, pour into them, work with them. Even if it means it slows you down, you don't get the points you want in your month or the sales you want, it doesn't matter because it will have a snowball effect. Mm. They will get stronger. They will be empowered. And then when you watch them go, you're going to be like launching these amazing amazing rock stars that are going to bring in people and it's going to have a snowball effect mm-hmm. that your business is going to grow crazy, you know? And not only that, if something happens to you, like most people that get into network marketing, it's to have freedom or any, you know, direct sales or whatever, a business that they're they're doing for themselves. Uh, they're doing this so that they're able to have that time freedom eventually. Yeah. Well, if you're the only one, roll, you know, doing this business and you're the, the only one rowing the boat, then if something does happen to you, you get sick, whatever, nobody's going to be rowing the boat with you. You know, you're just going to sink. <laughs> so anyway, so we got a little off topic there, but I hope that this added value to you guys to understand the true importance. And we gave you different examples of different types of businesses. It It's always important, any kind of business you're in. Mm. Yeah, so point number six, improving your leadership increases your influence i know you spoke a lot just now but i'd like you to expand on that uh that point 
Yeah, so leadership is often summed up in one word, influence. And, you know, I've seen this a lot, you know, if you're building, now everybody's building their business online. They've understand they've, they've understood the importance of leadership and bu- building their business online. Yeah. And one of the first thing that they realize <laughs> is, do I have influence? Because, you know, leading somebody in front of you or with you, and your team is very different from influencing and having this le- leadership uh, influence that others that don't know you will mm-hmm. notice, mm-hmm. right? And that's the the huge thing in this online world. It's so big. There's so many, you know, with social media, there's so many people out there that it's really hard to sometimes have this influence that you're looking for so that people actually take notice of you. Mm. So leadership is often summed up in one word, influence. The better, the best leaders are usually better influencers. And you know, we see that in today's online world of social media, how the better leader you are, the better influencer you are, and the more noticed you get. Mm. So the more uh, likes and the more. (laughs) Yeah, so you know, basically people, um, you know, influence is kind of hard to, to describe, but this is the importance, you know, influence without influence, you don't get noticed online. Mm-hmm. Um, social media has become huge and people are using it as uh, a great way to get noticed online. It's free and uh, it's perfect for growing your online business yeah. or an online presence. Even pastors have understood that now they have to go on social media to get noticed and to get more followers mm-hmm. and more people into their church because that's just the way businesses, entrepreneurs work in 2018. Yeah. Um, it's how a great I- platform to influence, but you're not going to influence anyone if you don't have any leadership. Exactly. And there's the importance there is that how do you stand out in this noisy world where everybody's trying to, you know, get noticed Look at me, look at me, look at me. But who stands out? Those that have strong leadership mm-hmm. stand out. It's true. Those that have a strong message. Those that stand out, stand for something. Mm. Those are the the ones that have influence. So there's the importance. You know, it's cute to put to put a nice quote that somebody else, you know, wrote on social media, thinking that you're gonna get noticed. Yeah, you you may briefly get noticed, but that's becoming boring and it's so overdone now that people want more. Mm. So what are you going to give people, you know? And there's the importance of de- developing your leadership skills, your leadership qualities, developing yourself because you'll have more to say, you'll have more as a foundation, you will be more. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you'll you be able to more. influence people in a better way yeah. in a more positive way yeah and you'll get your yourself noticed your business and you'll be able to add value this way so i want to read to you a great quote by kenneth blanchard uh, he said the key to successful leadership today is influence not authority it used to be right like it back in the 70s be. 80s even 90s it was positional, right? Yeah. You had a position, you had authority that was given to you, therefore you were a leader. And th- this has shifted 
a great deal and I think it has to do a lot like what you were saying about the social media aspect of how people do things nowadays is very very different so now it's all about influence how many people am I able to influence in order to be deemed uh, and we leadership see it, worthy we see it even in lead we see it even with influential leaders that you say are not leaders because well we don't like what they stand for you know there's some singers out there that we don't like what they stand for we don't like their message um you know but there's a lot of followers there why because they have influence they're mm. not great leaders but they have influence yeah. and so they get noticed and they have a lot of you know people listening into them so same is true with good leadership with good leaders it's important to develop that so that you stand out and you do have that positive influence as a christian entrepreneur mm -hmm. so what's number seven number seven improving your leadership improves your self-image now this last one might seem a little bit superficial but trust me it's not how you perceive yourself can determine so much as you position yourself as an entrepreneur in the marketplace I have seen it time and again. Those who believe in themselves can make a killing with an average product, while those who don't, even if they have a killer product, will only stumble, fumble, and fail. Now, that said, you should always aim to combine the best of both worlds, okay? I'm not saying you should have an average product and become a great leader. No, no, no. You should have both. So, you that would enable you to confidently make a killing with the best possible product or service, right? right? That's the best. You want to be confident. You want to be at your best. And leadership training, leadership development actually brings that out of you. You will see yourself grow from maybe a timid, shy, unsure to more confident as you grow and develop your leadership skill. And that is huge. It's so important in today's life to position yourself. Remember, your business will only go as far as your leadership will allow. Now, that's the first law of leadership that is listed in John Maxwell's book, The 21 Laws of Leadership. It's called the law of the lid, okay? Mm -hmm. So, the higher you build up your leadership, the higher your business will raise or follow that, okay? And the, 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 if you don't build up your leadership, well, your business will just, it just won't grow. Because it's going to follow your growth. Absolutely. And I think that's a really amazing book. If you haven't read it, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership is a must. It should be a starting point for any leader, really. Exactly. If you want to learn leadership, that's that's like a the cult classic. If, if you're starting an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurship, if you're a young entrepreneur, definitely start with that book. Uh, if you've never read it, do read it because there's a lot of gold in it. And I would say that the that's it. The law of the lid is like the most important law. They're all in important, the book. but in the book, when you read it, like you realize, wow, the law of the lid is pretty much the really, end all, be all of it, really. And he really explains the importance of it. So now, if your business has been struggling, fumbling, or failing, look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself these important questions. Have I understood the importance of leadership in my life and business? 
Have I taken the steps to grow my leadership ability daily? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, reading a book, uh, you know, once once in a blue moon and uh, listening to a podcast once in a while and, you know, doing everything kind of once in a while yeah. won't get you the results that you want. You have to feed your mind daily, even if it's not long, even if it's just half an hour. Uh, even if you daily. listen to one podcast a day, Or, you know, it doesn't matter what time of day you do it. Maybe you can do it at a time of day where it's quieter and you're checking your emails and, you know, you've done the most important stuff. Or maybe you want to start off your day, you know, doing, listening to a podcast to really get in the right mindset. Um, But get it done every day because what happens, and I've experienced this many times, uh, whether it's spiritual development or uh, personal development like we're discussing now, if you just neglect it because other things get in the way, family life, kids, uh, your work, your, you know, whatever you need to get done, if that gets done before, mm-hmm. then you're going to run low in the middle of the week w- around Wednesday and Thursday. You're going to feel like you're going to crash and burn. <laughs> me, for, for me, it's usually Thursday. <laughs> yeah. So we've noticed the importance of that. So spiritual development, essential in the morning and, you know, your personal development. Get- or the evening. It's good too, but like depending on your schedule, but at least daily. Yeah, at least daily, get it done because you'll see that it will give you that strength. It will give you that strong mindset. You'll be able to get farther. You won't crash and burn. You're going to have that energy and you're going to keep on going, keep on going. And by the way, the Bible is the best leadership book ever written, if you guys didn't know this. So those who read their Bibles daily, if you ask the Lord to show you leadership nuggets, he will. He will because there's plenty plenty to choose from in the scriptures yeah when you know when you're thinking in that way of thinking and that mindset you, and all of a sudden it jumps off the page yeah exactly and you're looking at the verses differently huh that's interesting i never saw it that way from a leadership perspective yeah how did he show leadership there and you, you ask yourself those questions you're going to see the bible in a different way and elizabeth mentioned the importance of doing it daily earlier and, and that's really very very true um because those who like if you do it once in a blue moon it won't amount to much and john maxwell once had an interesting anecdote about that he was giving a leadership seminar and he, he saw two people say oh, we're so happy john he came to see him say, we're so happy john we're going to learn how to be we're going to become leaders today <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed and he said i'm sorry to disappoint you guys i'm i'm just not that good in other words, one seminar is not going to cut it or one yeah. book is not going to cut it. It has to be a daily thing. It has to be a decision you make intentionally to grow your leadership skill. And it's guess what? It's, it's like spiritual growth. It's like personal growth. It's part of personal growth. It's going to last a lifetime. Exactly. You will never attain a point where you say, well, I'm a 10 on 10 in leadership now. I don't need to grow anymore. You're, you're always, you'll never attain the top. It's, it's never going to happen. It's something that you constantly, constantly, constantly do because it, it, it's, that's, the way, that's just the way it's, it's framed. That's the way it is. Absolutely. So it's really, really important. And if you're the type of person that goes all in and does like an hour a day and then doesn't do it for two weeks, then that means that you, it's just too long for you. You just need to take smaller bites, but be more consistent. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if it means that you're reading the Bible uh, and, you know, doing your, your spiritual development for, I don't know, for 20 minutes, 
instead of an hour, then start with 20 minutes. Hey, you know? For some, it's five. I mean, baby steps don't matter. I mean, so long as some, they're consistent. Some, yeah, some people, it's Bible devotionals and they, they read a verse and they meditate on that and they pray. Um, just, you know, start. It doesn't matter how long you take, just start and then go from there and you'll grow and grow and you'll spend more time as you, as you feel needed. So we've reached the end. Um, we had seven points and we've reached the end. And uh, before we conclude the episode, I just wanted to share a great co- quote by Jim Rohn. He said this, now, now back up the truck. We're going to dump gold on you. This is a great quote. Back up the truck, open it, open it wide. Gold's coming. Gold is coming. <laughs> Jim Rohn said, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. That sums it up right there. Work harder on yourself than you do on your job. For some of you, you're, you know, wanting to be an entrepreneur. You're working really hard at it, but you still are doing your other, you know, job, J-O-B, that's giving you the income you need right now. And we all know it's hard as entrepreneurs. It takes time to make money sometimes from your dream job or what you really want to do. So you have to do another job Uh, you know, to make extra income for your family. So we get that. But it's important that you work harder on yourself, like he says, than you do on your job. So um, that has to become not as important as working on yourself and working uh, as an entrepreneur to build your leadership. Mm -hmm. Well, we've reached the end of this week's episode. So thanks for listening to us. Um, We'd love if you went to thrivingonpurpose.com. You can subscribe to the podcast if you want to get your latest episodes sent to you in your inbox. Um, And if you've enjoyed this, please leave a review on iTunes to let us know. So this concludes our episode. Have a great week. Be blessed. And thrive on. Thanks for listening to the Thriving On Purpose podcast. Be sure to visit thrivingonpurpose.com to access the show notes and to discover more fantastic content. Until next time, be blessed and may you thrive on purpose.